And can I just say, yes. yay, there's an antidote. Yes, there Because is. this does feel really heavy. It and does. this does feel like, oh, well, if contempt's there, there's no hope for the relationship. But that's not true. That's not true. No, it's not. There is hope and there is an antidote. Hi, I'm Carrie Korn, a brand new therapist. And I'm Susan Goss, a seasoned therapist. Susan has been my mentor for years. And we love talking about therapy, faith, and relationships. So join us as we share some tangible truths with you. So welcome back to another episode of Tangible Truths Podcast. I'm Carrie, hanging out with Susan. Hi, Carrie. So last week, we started a conversation based on research done by the Gottmans, um, who are um, marriage experts. And they've done a lot of research on things that can really be critical to a marriage relationship. But the thing that you and I like about this, Susan, is it's not just marriages. Mm -hmm. This um, research can be applied to all relationships across the board, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so the Gottmans call it the four horsemen. Mm -hmm. Those are criticism, Mm -hmm. which is what we talked about last week, Mm -hmm. contempt, Mm -hmm. defensiveness, Mm -hmm. and stonewalling. Wow. Okay. (laughs) And... When you hear that, you're like, oh, of course that would ruin a marriage. (laughs) Of course those things would ruin a marriage. And so we want to dive into this week the topic of contempt. Mm. And we started last week talking about criticism and how criticism left unchecked can lead to contempt. Mm -hmm. And this is really one of the, all, all of the four horsemen are dangerous to a relationship. But I don't know about you, Susan. I feel like contempt is probably the most dangerous out of the four. Definitely. I think so. Yeah. I think it really, really is. It's so dangerous. So can you help us understand from a relational perspective, what is contempt and what does it look like in a relationship? Okay. Contempt, very dangerous. Even the word contemptuous Mm -hmm. sounds bad, doesn't it? It does. Um, And when we communicate sometimes in this level contemptuous Mm -hmm. state we're really mean yeah can i just say the word Mm -hmm. mean we're really mean yeah almost vicious really we treat others with definitely disrespect yeah sometimes we do mock them Mm. roll our eyes our body language eye rolling we use body language that's not respectful yeah uh like that we call people names sarcasm Mm -hmm. is used don't even get me started with sarcasm here you know i'm not a fan i know and i'm just gonna have to jump in as a you know gen xer here sarcasm was a part of our culture Mm-hmm. In my generation, mm-hmm. like we grew up, all of our TV shows, all of our culture was based on sarcasm mm-hmm. and we just kind of picked it up. Mm-hmm. It took me years to realize how damaging sarcasm Very is. Damaging. And it, it like I'm to the point now to where I hate sarcasm. Yeah. Well, I've always hated it. Mm-hmm. But now that is based on how it's been used toward right. me, but how it's been used to my very best friend growing up, yeah. it was used with her. And that'll be the first thing she tells you. Yeah. How it was used. Uh, I mean, the things you remember mm-hmm. that people used in a very sarcastic mm-hmm. name calling yeah. way. Yeah. So dangerous. Yeah. So dangerous. Mimicking mm. yeah. you. Contemptuous. Yeah. 
Uh, those are examples. The target of contempt is made to feel worthless. Yeah. Despised for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think worthless yeah. is a very descriptive word. And this speaks to the difference between criticism and contempt. Uh, much worse. Because when I feel yeah. criticized, I don't like that. That's icky. Right. You know, I'm like, I feel like, like, what, what, what am I doing? Like, am I mm-hmm. doing something wrong? And, but to feel worthless, mm-hmm. that's a big statement. That's a, that's a different level, isn't it? Yeah. That's a, that's a totally different level. So contempt goes far beyond criticism. Mm-hmm. Then while criticism attacks your character Contempt assumes this position of moral superiority. Mm. I feel like that's really important. Over you. Yeah. So it's not just a, I wish you would stack the dishes in the dishwasher this way. Mm -mm. It's a, you're an idiot. You don't know anything. I am better than you. That's exactly. So you have to do it my way. That's exactly what it says. And you're pathetic. Yeah. And that that might have ended that what you just said mm-hmm. might have ended with you're pathetic. Mm. You're pathetic. Yeah. You can't do anything. Yeah. Right. You can't do anything right. You're pathetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how it ends. So that's a very mean statement. Mm-hmm. And it's harsh. Yeah. And it's you are worthless. Yeah. You know, when you say you're pathetic. And it does. It's kind of a power position where it puts one person in the relationship in a very superior position. And I need to put you down. Yes. So I I feel better. And so then the the person bringing contempt to the other person is elevating themselves to a position of moral superiority. So there's this huge power differentiation when there's contempt in the relationship. 100%. Yeah. So I can't sugarcoat this Mm-mm. at all. No. I, I can just continue to tell you how bad contempt is. Right. And research, I know you love this research, but the research on this second horseman even shows that if you're in a relationship where contempt, so couples or any relationship that are contemptuous of each other are more likely to suffer from infectious illness. Hmm. And I know you found some research. Yeah, a research saying that there's a 35% increase in those things. Like colds right, or flus than others due to a weakened immune system. Now, that is significant. Yeah. Contempt is fueled by long, simmering, negative thoughts about the partner, hmm. which come to a head when the perpetrator attacks the accused from a position of relative superiority. Yeah. And I'm just thinking with that long simmering, one of the things that you say often is most important in relationship is the ability to repair. Mm -hmm. And this sounds to me like relationships where there hasn't been a lot of repair. Right. There's just little things that stack up over time and they just build and build and build. And it's like that slow simmer where we're not really addressing things, we're not repairing the relationship, and then it kind of explodes on us. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. over and over again. And, and you know, contempt is actually the single greatest predictor of divorce if you're married. Mm-hmm. It's the single greatest predictor of divorce. And you can see why. Because mm-hmm. if you're being told over and over again, 
uh, if you're being called a name, if you're right. being saying you're pathetic, if you're no good, if you feel worthless, yeah, is is there any fight in you? Right. You know, if you're if you finally decide, hey. Like, why even bother? Why am I? Why am I in this relationship with this person who obviously hates me? And I can't say anything. Yeah. You know, or it's safer Mm. for me not to speak. It's safer for me not to say anything. Why do I try? You know, I mean, it's just like it's, and we haven't talked about defensiveness or stonewalling. Yeah. But those two come into play when there's, uh, there's a contemptuous relationship. It is so dangerous and like you said there's no attempt to repair Mm. because you're scared to yeah you know you're afraid to and we've not talked about the antidote yet but we will i know but this is just where couples get so paralyzed Mm -hmm. and stuck in this vicious cycle yeah and it's just when i come in my office i feel so so I mean, I'm just my heart right. just breaks. Yes, um, it, uh, because you know, like, you know the level of pain oh, that's happening behind so closed doors. So much pain. Yeah. yeah, there's so much pain, and I'm just heartbroken for him. Yeah. So, so one of the things that we talked about last week is with all four of these horsemen, it's on a spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have criticism can show up in your relationship once in a blue moon, but every now and then you one of you is critical yes all the way up to every conversation we have is critical right yes yes yes. contempt is the same there can be lower levels of contempt but even the lowest level of contempt is extremely dangerous Mm -hmm. is what i'm hearing you say yes can we take just a moment to talk about that extreme end of contempt because when contempt is really out of control Mm-hmm. This can. This is where we see abuse in relationships. Mm-hmm. This is where people are truly unsafe, mm-hmm. and you know may need some severe intervention. Yes, yes, and because attacking a sense of self with an intent to insult or abuse. Right. So if it gets to that point of abuse, whether it's emotional mm-hmm. abuse over. And over and over mm-hmm. and over again, or it turns to any kind of physical, right? Then you need intervention. Absolutely. You need help. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So that is true. Mm-hmm. And it, it looks different. And I just want to you know, just point out like that safety can look completely different in those types of relationships, totally. you know, totally. and, and, you know, just to be transparent here, I'm coming from a place of having been in a very contemptuous relationship yeah, and that turned abusive, mm-hmm. you know, and, and this kind of feeling of, I have to hide how bad it is. Mm-hmm. People don't really get what it's like in my home and this whole like, well, it's going to be okay without even myself ever stopping and going, wait a second, this is not okay. This isn't safe here. And what was that moment that turned for you like, wait just a minute. I don't think this is, yeah, this is safe for me. Yeah. Honestly, I think for me, it wasn't until the relationship was over Hmm. and I was free from it Hmm. that I was able to stop and go, wait, that was horrible, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. because when you're in it, Mm -hmm. you just, you're in survival mode. Mm -hmm. Um, You're trying to keep the peace, walk on eggshells, like you talked about, Mm -hmm. and you justify Mm -hmm. everything of like, well, 
this is that's just the way he is and mm-hmm. it's going to be okay and we're going to be fine but it for me it wasn't until actually years afterwards looking back mm-hmm. and sitting down with my own therapist and saying these are some of the things that happened in mm-hmm. my in my relationship and her going whoa mm-hmm. whoa mm-hmm. are you okay mm-hmm. and i was like that was horrible, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's, I feel like contempt can be really s- sly mm-hmm. in that way of mm-hmm. sometimes we miss it when it's there. Mm-hmm. And so much control. Yes. So much control. Right. And that's that superiority mm-hmm. piece. Right. That happened at a, in a subtle way at first. Yeah. And then it became mm-hmm. very common. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, which goes back to that simmering kind That's of thing. Right. And I'm just thinking of the illustration of if you put a frog in a pot of cold water uh-huh. and you turn the heat up slowly, mm-hmm. the frog doesn't notice he's being cooked. Uh-huh. As opposed to if you throw a frog in a, bo- a pot of boiling water, he's mm-hmm. going to be like, wait, this is bad. Mm-hmm. I'm out. And so if if there is a listener mm-hmm. that perhaps is in a relationship like your first marriage, yeah. what would be a first sign, Carrie? Mm. If you were like, um, hmm, yeah, like this isn't normal. Right. I think it goes back to something that we've talked about often, that relationships are supposed to feel safe. Mm-hmm. And when you feel unsafe going to your partner about anything, mm-hmm. that's a sign mm-hmm. that there's a problem. Uh, 100% agree. And there's a difference between, I feel a little nervous. Mm-hmm. I feel some anxiety. This could possibly be a heated conversation. But I know at the end of the day, we're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And um, they're not going to call me names or threaten me or anything like that. That's, that's normal, Mm -hmm. but feeling like, Oh, I can't ever Mm -hmm. initiate a conversation about anything important, even if it's little important, Mm -hmm. because it could lead to really scary, Mm -hmm. either emotional or whatever, but like, Mm -hmm. I don't feel safe here. Mm -hmm. That's usually a pretty good sign that, Mm -hmm. that there's contempt. 100%. Yeah. And severe contempt. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And at that point, of course, you and I as therapists are going to say, this is time to bring in right. a third party. Right. Right. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Contempt is something to address and on several different levels. Mm-hmm. If there is contempt in the relationship currently, and you think, how do you kind of take a different turn? Yeah. Like, Take a different road, going down this road of contempt, maybe even in a contemptuous relationship. Can you make a shift? Is it possible to make a shift? Well, to build a culture of appreciation, you Mm. do start there. Mm-hmm. If if that is possible, yeah, in the relationship, which we're hope monsters, right? Of course, but here's here's the antidote. And can I just say, yes, yay, there's an antidote. Yes, there because is. this does feel really heavy, it does. and this does feel like, oh well, there's if contempt's there, there's no hope for the relationship. But that's not true. That's not true. No, it's not. There is hope, and there is an antidote. And I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I've seen it absolutely, yes. time and time again. And it's so beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah, because some come to the relationship, mm-hmm. um, and we've discussed this based on patterns that they've been in. So they come to the yeah. relationship with that pattern of contempt. Right. They know no other way. They don't even know that it's wrong. They don't. Yeah. They actually don't. Mm-hmm. And so they're coming into their relationship just 
that way. Mm-hmm. And so when they learn a culture, mm-hmm. a new culture of what appreciation even looks like, sounds like, smells like, yes. whatever, then they'll it's life changing. It is a light bulb yeah. that comes on like you can appreciate me. Yeah. I have value to you. Yeah. That looks like value. Mm. I love value. Mm-hmm. Then you have to develop that muscle mm-hmm. and learn what that looks like. But uh, building a culture of appreciation, reminding yourself of your partner, your friend, your child's positive mm-hmm. qualities and find gratitude, reminding yourself of your friend or your partner's positive qualities and telling them Mm -hmm. affirmation, valuing is everything. Now, we have learned, you know, their, what is it, their antidote that they use at the Gottman Mm -hmm. Institute. Uh, Their motto is small things often. Mm. I love that. Yes. If you regularly express appreciation, regularly express gratitude, regularly express respect Mm. for your partner, you'll create a positive perspective in your relationship that acts kind of as a buffer for the negative feelings. Because we all have negative feelings. They don't go away. They don't. Magically. Yeah. And this sounds like it sounds so like, oh, yeah, fine. You want me to be grateful like, Uh and everything. But the reality is contempt is a negative spirit. It is. Contempt is I view everything about my partner Mm -hmm. through a negative lens. Totally. So the combat for negativity is positivity, Mm -hmm. right? And it's those little moments of, instead of saying out loud, you're pathetic, to check that and Mm -hmm. go, wait a second, they're not pathetic. Why would I even want to say that? What's true Mm -hmm. here? What is something good that I can say about my partner in this moment? And that takes a lot of work because it doesn't come naturally to us. No. And it is true that contempt is... Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, you didn't love the dishwasher. You're a lazy, no good right. son of a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus, I understand that you've been busy, but could you please right. remember, mm-hmm. you know, I'd appreciate it. Exactly. You know, I mean, that's different. You're still, you're still saying, mm-hmm. I, you, you understand they've been really busy. Right. But could you please remember to yeah. love the dishwasher? I'd really appreciate it. Yeah. Those are two totally different things. They really are. And one has contempt and Mm -hmm. one does not have contempt. Exactly. You can develop kind of this emotional bank, Mm. if you will. Mm -hmm. Because if if your language is contemptuous, you don't have one. It's only negative. Yeah. It's only negative. So it's very intentional, Mm -hmm. very intentional to acknowledge the good, to have a vocabulary of appreciation to value who you're with. Mm-hmm. It takes intention. It does. And and I think it feels like an uphill battle. It is an uphill battle. And one of the reasons it feels that way is, you know, the Gottmans have found it takes one critical statement mm-hmm. to undo five positive statements. Yes. Right? Yeah, the five to one ratio. Exactly. Magic ratio is what I think they take. So, you know... If, if the relationship has been contemptuous and there's been thousands of statements made that communicates to the other person you're worthless, it's going to take so much effort 
to come back from that Mm -hmm. and to start to develop worth in your partner and to start to verbalize, I see you, I appreciate you. I do see the good qualities in you. So I say that so that you don't get discouraged when you're like, this is so hard. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. It's an uphill battle. It's pushing a boulder uphill. Mm -hmm. But if you continue to do it, you really can get somewhere that's really beautiful for your relationship. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. I, I do. I agree. It's very doable with work. Yeah. But it is very doable. And wow, the yeah. outcome mm-hmm. is so much better than being negative, mm-hmm. being fighting all the time, yeah. putting your partner down, them putting you down right back, yeah. being defensive and putting you down. So um, can I ask you a question yes. that I didn't prep you for? So I'm going to blindside you here with a little question. Okay. Okay. Somebody who is full of contempt. Somebody who views the world negatively, mm-hmm. they don't just wake up one day and decide, I'm just going to be a negative, horrible person, right? Uh-huh. That's true. And I'm hearing you saying, you know, instead of saying these things, say these things instead, say the positive things instead. However, I know you well enough to know mm-hmm. that unless there's a second order change that takes place in that person, mm-hmm. then saying the right words isn't going to last. Mm-hmm. So what would you say to someone who maybe is listening going, I really show a lot of contempt towards my partner. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where this com- comes from in me. What does that person need to do to deal with their own, mm-hmm. the place that that contempt is coming from? Like, where's a start for that? Mm-hmm. And that could be a whole episode in and of itself. I, you know, I think it is basically a whole episode in and of itself because I think, and to be completely vulnerable, I think we all have times that we are contemptuous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I'm being absolutely, honest. and and we have unforgiveness mm-hmm. in my in our hearts. Mm-hmm. And but I will tell you personally, if I have a really short temper. Mm-hmm. With Steve or with whoever, I immediately, I I just have to ask God, where is this coming from? Right. I mean, I because it's coming I from feel, somewhere. It's coming from somewhere, yeah. and I feel horrible. Yeah. And I feel it in my all in my body, and I just I'm number one, super unhappy. Mm-hmm. I feel miserable. Mm-hmm. I'm not myself. All of these things that I know are not me. Yeah. And so I just thought, God, what is going on? Yeah. Where is it coming from? Show me, me as you see me. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I and then whatever's out. revealed there. I deal with You got to push in and deal with that. I got to deal with it. Right. I have got to deal with it because who I just yelled at got my stuff. Right. And I need to be dealing yeah. with my stuff. Yeah. Because anger comes from somewhere mm-hmm. they just saw it mm-hmm. but it's not what what's in there yeah. is where the anger came from yeah. and i gotta deal with yeah. where it came from and the truth is when we're talking about a relationship where there's a lot of contempt mm-hmm. there's a lot there that needs to be figured out of, of where stuff. is this coming from mm-hmm. so what i'm hearing you say is the antidote is both mm-hmm. seeing the positive affirming your partner, verbalizing the good that you see in them, Mm -hmm. and also looking inward Mm -hmm. and asking God to reveal to you, where's this coming from? Mm -hmm. And then doing whatever work needs to be done there. That's right. This is hard. It is hard. And, um, you know, healthy relationships require 
a lot. They don't just happen by osmosis. No. That's how come marriage therapy is huge mm-hmm. and messy and yeah. wonderful uh-huh. all at the same time because it's intentional. Yes. Uh, because you're dealing with two people. And with two people, there's a lot of there's stuff lot there of, that needs to be uncovered and dealt with. Stuff, yeah. You know, so they'll, they'll come in the room with uh, something mm-hmm. and that's usually just a symptom yeah. of stuff mm-hmm. between individual, two individual yep. stuff. We got to work on our stuff. Yep. Okay. So this has been a really heavy episode. It has been. But it's been really good. I've been. learned a lot and I feel more empowered, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So next week... We still have two horsemen left, defensiveness and stonewalling. Mm -hmm. We are going to dive into what those look like and the antidotes for those as well. So we hope you'll join us next week. Okay. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.